Welcome to Admit One Multiverse Podcast, Episode One, Elbows and Intros. I'm your host, Rick. Let's get to it. I was thinking the other day, something that I miss that's kind of, it's not really a thing anymore so much because of COVID, um, you know, is the exchange of a good handshake. <laughs> you know, people are afraid to touch each other's hands, you know, at most the fist pump, but I don't know, man, something about like a good firm handshake just to kind of size someone up, you know, because now it's like a fist pump or an elbow pump or I think the worst in my opinion, the worst I've seen was like a, like an ankle clap or click or bump. Like who does that? And I just, I just want, I like just a classic, Hey, how are you doing today? And just a good handshake. You know, it tells me a lot about a person, you know, when they give you a good, uh, firm ha- uh, handshake. Cause sometimes, you know, they'll give you like that little princess handshake, like where they put their hand on you. are like, what am I supposed to do? Am I, sp- am I supposed to kiss your hand or something? What's going on here? Like so soft. You know, or it's like not even like the fingers aren't really aligned. They just, you go to handshake and then their fingers crumble in your hand. Like they're trying to fit four straws in a Coke bottle or something. Like the hell was that? <laughs> it's just, I don't know. It's just a random, I know it's random, but it's just, I don't know. I kind of miss it. It's like, I don't know. You know, it's one of those things you got to like think about it when you meet someone new. Like, do I extend my hand for a handshake? Do I put a fist pump? Do I just keep my hands to my sides and just nod my head what's up like it's just so informal nowadays and you know when someone extends their hand in my head i'm like hell yeah fireworks everything let's go opportunity to shake a hand and then you go to shake the hand you mess it up you do the little princess thing (laughs) i don't know man i know it's random but well hey you know what that's my way of extending my uh digital firm handshake so welcome if you're not into a handshake, then I'll give you a digital elbow bump or fist pump or ankle clap. I don't know. Whatever you prefer. But I like to get, extend a nice firm handshake. So so let me introduce uh, who I am and what this podcast is all about as a first episode. Uh, my name is Rick. And um, if you're a returning listener from my previous podcast, then you know it's kind of the same just a little fine tune and a little more accessible. Um, but I'll talk about that a little bit after. So if you're new, never heard of me before or didn't listen to my last podcast before, um, let me give you the rundown. So Admit One Multiverse, um, I chose this name because uh, it's kind of like your ticket to my universe. And my universe is kind of a lot like others, but within it, I have a lot of interests, a lot of things I like to talk about. So it kind of then goes into the whole multiverse of things. Excuse me one moment. And um, 
so we have different topics that I'll discuss over time. Uh, mainly, mainly, mainly it's going to be pop culture stuff. Um, you know, pop culture, life, things like films, comic books, video games, TV shows. Um, generally I'll give you my thoughts on it, reviews. Uh, sometimes we'll do some deep takes on things, but, um, you know, I won't go like too in deep with stuff and, you know, like put on the aluminum hat there and protect our brains type of stuff. Nah, I mean, maybe, maybe sometimes, but I'm not going to be like how people are crazy right now with, with Spider-Man, No Way Home. And, you know, you have a, the poster and everyone's like, oh, I can see this. I can see this. And there's a lot of jokes going around because everyone's just overanalyzing the thing. And it's like, yo, just wait until either the next trailer or December 17th, man, when the movie comes out. <laughs> but, um. But yeah, so it's going to be a lot of pop culture things, things of that nature. On the other hand, too, um, it, we'll talk about life, you know, talk about real events, real things. You know, I'm in my mid 30s. I have two kids. One uh, just became a teenager and he fully thinks he's grown now. You know, I've been with my wife for 14 and a half years. So, you know, every now and then it's good to talk about life. Um, I think the current state of uh, people, the human experience is it's all over the place it's not like when i was a kid in the in the 90s it's not like when i was becoming a young adult in the 2000s and it's definitely not like how in the last 10 years i mean it's 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 every year we progressively go a, cer- a certain direction and depending where you um where you are in life you know um financially culturally everything you know it's it's different for everyone so you know, every now and then we'll talk about that, current events, things of that nature. I'll never get into anything too political. Um, uh, it's just, you know, like I said, you know, today's climate, it's just a very dangerous subject. The only thing I will say is that, you know, I support all first responders and, you know, I support uh, the military. You know, that I have no shame whatsoever to say that. And, you know, unfortunately, if you're someone who doesn't, you know, like that, sorry, but um, I mean, not really for me just sorry you personally feel that way sounds like a you know it's a you problem not not my thing you know i'm proudly uh support all military branches in the united states proudly uh support the united states flag all that good stuff you know i'm, I'm an american i'm a mexican-american first gen mexican-american so that's that's me right there you know that's that's what i support i got a lot of family in the military i got family in uh police agencies and and things like that so i support everyone but I am always open to everyone's opinions. So, you know, that's kind of the other part of my uh, podcast here is that every now and then I'll have the occasional uh, guest come in and talk about similar things. Um, you know, talk about them, figure, find out who, what kind of people they are and their opinions. Cause I love debating people who know me um, know that I love to debate. I love to argue, but friendly, civil, educational argument debates, what have you. Um, if I'm able to learn from someone and someone's able to learn from me, then that's fantastic mission accomplished. You know, my goal isn't to change your opinion on something. Um, especially if it's something we disagree on, it's just more to enlighten you. And then, you know, from there on you make your own thing, you know, you can still stick to your opinion or maybe you'd be a little more receptive to others opinions. Um, maybe you change your opinion. I don't know. That's entirely up to you. Again, that's a you thing not a me thing. I know what I'm about. I know what I believe in. Um, I don't know everything in the world and that's why I love doing debates. I love to get educated and through conversation. Um, it's an art that has disappeared and slowly continues to disappear because everything again 
is in a is referenced back to a political climate. It's unfortunate, but that's really what it is. You know, whether you whether you believe it or not, at the end of the day, there's some political influence, and that's why I try to strive away from that. Um, so that's why you won't really get that. So if you're looking for that kind of stuff, sorry, you won't find it here. Um, but if you're looking to, for a good open conversation, fantastic, you're at the right spot. Um, and I will say with the pop culture stuff, I, uh, I am heavily influenced by Marvel. Uh, Marvel is definitely my go-to, especially the films, comics. Um, I am a DC fan as well. Um, but definitely Marvel is definitely something that sounds off more. So if you're a big Marvel fan, welcome. You'll definitely enjoy that. But even then, if you're not, you know, I'm a very open, like I said a while ago, I'm open to a lot of things. You know, Batman from DC is one of my all-time favorite superheroes. I don't know too much beyond Batman. No pun intended there. <laughs> but, um, you know, Superman, Justice League, Wonder Woman, all them. You know, I kind of, I, I know a little bit here and there. Um, but again, I do definitely do my best to educate myself on that. But, um, but yeah, that's kind of what you got going on there. If you're a new listener, that's what you, uh, that's what you have in store to uh, follow my episodes and whatnot. Now I did mention earlier that my previous podcast, so this podcast, so if you're a listener from my previous podcast, kind of wondering what's been going on with that. Um, I'm not going to get into too much. Um, I'll just give you kind of like the cliff notes of it and, um, to the extent, um, it's basically, this podcast is similar to that. It's just a little more fine-tuned. It's a little more accessible. And what I mean by that is that it's not as, um, for simple terms, as vulgar. <laughs> I try to keep it PG-13. So that's one thing about my content is I try to keep it PG-13, sometimes even less than that PG, um, because I want you to be able to listen to this freely anywhere um, and around all types of life of people. So that's why I'm going to, you know, kind of gauging and watching, you know, what I say. Because people who know me, and if you listen to my last podcast, I am a pirate, sailor, mouth, whatever they call it, potty mouth, you name it. I just, I go off the rails, man. Like, I use, uh, I use the, I use vulgarity as, as uh, verbs, adjectives, and nouns. I use it for everything. <laughs> but, um. But anyways, my, uh, so my co-host Nate from my previous podcast, you know, he's just taking some time away from it. Um, you know, my man is always, uh, he's always hustling. So right now, uh, you know, he's, uh, he's got some things, uh, he's, uh, what do you call it? Up his sleeve working right now, doing his thing. Uh, he recently started a little entrepreneurship partnered with, um, uh, his wife and, uh, their good friend. They have a little, uh, little, little company there, you know starting for themselves it's called uh dark moon decor um so if you guys are into you know kind of like gothic style um you know accessories and and decorations for the house and whatnot um you know hit check them out hit them up you know they they make the stuff they sell the stuff uh they're as they're growing and learning you know right now they are open to you know, uh, customer input and stuff like that. They want to build a customer base there. You can definitely find their page on Instagram. Um, again, that company is dark moon decor. So go check them out. Um, if you guys are into some of the stuff they got on there, I think they have a few products on there. Um, so go on there, check it out, see if it's something uh, right up your alley and, uh, hit them up. 
Um, hopefully we'll get them on the show probably soon. Um, and they can give us a little more insight on their company and what they're doing and, you know, where you can buy if it's at a, at a local, uh, meet and greet area or convention or, you know, just straight ordering and they deliver or from their own house. Um, you know, we get more details like that, but again, be sure to check out Nate, his wife and their good friend, uh, started a little company called dark moon decor. Check them out on Instagram. So yeah, now that the introductions are done, we bumped a few little elbows or handshakes, what have you, you guys kind of got a quick gist of what this is going to be all about. Let's go ahead and dive into today's topic. And what a surprise. It's going to be Marvel related. <laughs> um, all right. So it's going to be mainly specifically, we're talking about Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, again, big whoop, big surprise. Again, you read a lot of that from me. But um, specifically, basically based off in the recent events, uh, Disney Plus had their anniversary um, just a few days ago and by, oh boy oh boy did they drop some big marvel teases now they showed uh some marvel stuff they showed some disney and pixar stuff um you have to be a disney plus subscriber to check it out at this point i don't know if you can see all the trailers on youtube and all that but initially to see all that stuff you had to go on the actual app um but before we talk about marvel and all the wonderful things there let's go ahead and Talk a little bit of Star Wars because we finally got our very small one minute um, first peek at the new Disney Plus TV series of Obi-Wan Kenobi. And I'm extremely, extremely excited for this. Um, Now, they didn't really give us much. A lot of it is still unknown. So um, in that clip, uh, Ewan McGregor was mainly kind of talking about just just kind of hyping everything up. Uh, as well as the director, I believe it was Deborah Chow. Um, I think she did a few episodes of The Mandalorian. I think she's like the main showrunner director for this one. Um, and then they showed a lot of concept art. And that was really it. It was literally a minute. Um, some of the concept art was interesting. There was one particular piece that they showed that I was excited about. And I'll uh, talk about it a little bit. But um, my only thing, I mean, because the only thing we know is that, at least what they said, is that Obi-Wan is in a dark place. It's a dark time. The emperor, the, the empire's rising. Um, you know, the Jedi have fallen. Far as Obi-Wan knows, there's only one other Jedi alive, which is Yoda. Um, and then, you know, his sole purpose right now is just to live in Tatooine and protect Luke. So it's really, my big thing that I'm curious is I want to see when this really takes place and how the story is going to pan out, I think there's so much Star Wars content at this point that there's a, you know, there's going to be a lot of contradicting. There'll probably be a lot of recon, but, um, and what that means, if you don't know, is just basically like kind of reversing events, fixing events. So continuity makes sense, but it's almost at a point I'm kind of thinking where I kind of feel like the original trilogy is fantastic. It's mass. It's, you know, masterpiece it's work of a a, that'll live a long time i mean obviously look how big this universe of star wars is but i almost feel like they almost need to reboot those movies and i know that's probably like whoa that's blasphemy what are you saying 
it's almost like Marvel, you know, create a separate universe, separate timeline where some of those events happen, but then not all of them happen because, or at the very least, you know, remake the original A New Hope because there's just so much buildup before it that they're trying to tie everything to it. It just, it's not going to make sense to me, you know? I mean, if you watch the animated Star Wars Rebels, which takes place continuity-wise with the whole storyline, even with the films, like, at one point, Darth Maul and Obi-Wan fight again on Tatooine. You know, and it's just like, what? You know, and if you only watch the movies, you, for all you know, he's dead. And then you saw him real quick in Solo. And But if you don't invest into the cartoons, like the Clone Wars, Star Wars Rebels, then you're like, oh, okay, cool, like, that explains why Darth Maul's around. But if you don't do that, it's like, where does this guy come from? You know, and so when you watch and you hope, you know, as far as we know, we want, it's, it's only 18 years. As far as I can remember, episode three to episode four is 18 years because Luke by the time should be, I think, 18, if not 17. I understand a lot of things could happen in that time, but I don't know. It's just... You know, how much how much is a long time? Because then you see Obi-Wan and Vader, you know, fight in A New Hope. Um, even Vader makes a comment like, oh, I feel something that I haven't felt in such a... And he doesn't really put a time on it, but um, but still, it's like... I don't know. I, I, I really, I'm really curious to see where the story is going, when it takes place, and how this is going to work. Because not only, you know, do we have Obi-Wan and whatever new characters introduced there. And we see that he's actively busy, not just sitting in a desert hut, you know, Hayden Christensen comes back in the show and he is reprising his role as Vader. And, you know, you McGregor already kind of hinted like, Oh yeah, you know, we're going to fight again. So I was like, Oh, Vader and Obi-Wan are going to fight again. Like what? So we'll see how that goes. The only thing that I'm really excited that I saw, I mean, I am excited for everything, but the one thing that stood out to me that from the little one minute first look that was super, super pumped is that in one of the concept arts, we actually see a Sith Inquisitor, which is huge for me because again, I'm invested into the shows, I'm invested into the games, and we see the Sith Inquisitors in Star Wars Rebels, and then in the Star Wars Fallen Order, Jedi Fallen Order, I believe, a video game they play they're the main like antagonists of the whole thing and what a sith inquisitor is basically these agents of um of vader with which utilize i believe they utilize like sith powers uh you know the force but um you know they have lightsabers and whatnot but they're basically jedi hunters they go around the galaxy and they hunt any last remaining jedi that's the whole premise of the game and then as well as star wars rebels so this is the first time we're going to see a live action Sith Inquisitor and then more specifically a second sister Inquisitor, which is the female version of the uh, Inquisitors. So I'm super excited to see that because um, I'm assuming that's going to be the whole thing. She, the, this Inquisitor is going to find out the present, the, you know, the presence of Obi-Wan and essentially hunt him down. And Obi-Wan's probably going to try to go off world other places and, you know, to lure away or, or what have you, you know, because obviously his goal is to protect Luke and doesn't want anyone to find out that Luke's there. So, but we'll see. I, we'll have to wait and see. I don't know. There, I don't think they put a release date on this yet, so there's no release date yet. Um, but hopefully soon, rather than this time next year. I have a strong feeling it's going to be this time next year, um, which would suck. <laughs> but we'll see. Hopefully it's summer or something. Um, we do have the Book of Boba Fett starting at the end of this year. So I don't know if it'll take place right after that. 
um, or if they're just going to do that and then, you know, wait X amount of time. But Disney Plus exclusive, Obi-Wan Kenobi TV series. We'll see how that goes. So now on to the MCU. So a couple things. First, I got to talk about the films real quick. So um, Eternals currently in theaters if you want to check that one out. Um, I had I gave a review in my last podcast about it, a little in-depth. I personally enjoyed the movie. I believe I gave it three and a half stars out of five. Um, so it's a good movie. I liked it. Um, a lot of people got beef with it apparently, but the Celestials is really a big thing for me that I'm like, and I'm really excited to see what's the comp. They introduced a lot in that film, including, uh, the first time we hear, we don't get to see, but we hear blade. So I'm really excited about that. Shang-Chi came out before that. And with the Disney plus anniversary, they made uh, Shang-Chi and the jungle cruise available on Disney plus to stream. So if you haven't seen Shang-Chi and you were unaware, uh, get Disney plus, or if you have Disney plus, just go to Disney plus and check out Shang-Chi and the legend of the 10 rings. Cool thing about that film is that they incorporated a lot of the, uh, whatever scenes were filmed with the IMAX cameras. It is presented in the IMAX format. Um, and they did that to 13 other movies. So those other movies were um, Iron Man, Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2, Captain America Civil War, Doctor Strange, Thor Ragnarok, Black Panther, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Captain Marvel, Black Widow, and then Avengers Infinity War and Endgame. Those are all presented with the IMAX format where it applies because not all, not the entire, most of these movies, the, they weren't filmed with the IMAX camera or maybe just certain sequences. Um, but whatever sequence is filmed, they throw it in there. Most of the new Marvel movies are being filmed entirely with the IMAX cameras. And basically what that means, if you're like, what, what does that mean? Big whoop is the IMAX cameras just, they capture more. So if you watch a movie or TV show or anything and you have a big screen TV, when you're watching a movie, you'll notice you'll still have those black bars. I remember the black bars were introduced like with widescreen, uh, you know, back in the day in the nineties, people don't remember this or young people don't remember this people, my age and older. I'm sure you guys remember, you know, you have a tube TV, you watch something, it takes up the full TV. That's the whole ratio of, um, I, I can't honestly, I can't remember the ratio right now, but you, you get the whole ratio of it. And then they went to widescreen, which I believe that was a 69 ratio. That's when you had the black bars. But what it did was you're able to see more on the sides you know, so imagine, you know, basically the, the screen, if you had a tube TV where it took up the whole screen, they squished it down. Yeah, the top and bottom got smaller, but the sides got um, more. You got to see more on the sides, and that's what they called it widescreen. So with the IMAX cameras, not only do they retain the widescreen ratio, but then they give you those black bars, top and bottom, those now rise. So now you're almost getting a full picture uh, when you're looking at the ratio of your TVs, which most TVs, you know, they're bigger on the, uh, you know, they're wider, but not as, not as tall top to bottom. Cause that's not how they do movies anymore or even TV shows. So that's what the IMAX does. It fully takes up your old TV. So I watch uh, Shang-Chi with IMAX and you only get maybe like half inch, an inch or a half inch of black bars on the bottom and the top. So it fully, you know, tries to take up the entire TV and you get more image. You get more of the image on what's happening up top and what bottom. I mean, that's the main reason why when I go to the theaters, if I, if they have it in IMAX, I have to watch it in IMAX, especially to the uh, theater. I go here in, uh, in, um, 
Riverbank Galaxy Theaters. Yeah, man, when you watch a normal screen, I love those recliner chairs, super comfy, kick up, man, you can just chillax. Great. But in an IMAX chairs, they don't fully do that. But again, I will sacrifice that extra comfortability with decent comfortability if I can see the entire picture as intended. And so that's what these films do. Um, If you don't, like if you kind of more curious on it, watch them, watch Iron Man. And then if you have like the DVD or Blu-ray of Iron Man, watch Iron Man on Blu-ray and then watch it on Disney plus or side by side, if you will. And you'll see the difference or watch the first Iron Man on Disney plus and then watch Iron Man two. And you'll see the difference. Um, You just get more picture. And that's huge for me because then, you know, you're getting the full view of everything that's going on. So anyways, that's the films on that. We do have some more films coming out um, soon. So just a recap on those because they recently went, uh, they recently got some date changes. Uh, The most anticipated Marvel uh, film since Endgame in Infinity War is um, Spider-Man No Way Home. comes up December 17th. As of right now, it sounds like the runtime is going to be two hours and 39 minutes, making it the longest Spider-Man movie. Um, and I think the longest solo superhero movie. Um, so that's interesting. I mean, they have a lot, a lot to uh, to explain in that movie. Um, after that, Doctor, Sh- all these got shifted down in dates. Spider-Man's the only one that still stayed in its uh, same date. So Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness releases May 6, 2022. Thor Love and Thunder, July 8, 2022. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, November 11, 2022. The Marvels, February 17, 2023. And Guardians of the Galaxy 3, May 5, 2023. And they just started filming recently, so that's uh, pretty exciting there. And then we have um, the Sony Spider-Man universe, which we'll see if, how and if this can, how it's going to connect to the MCU, if, it even, if it's even going to. Um, but the next one up for sure is the Morbius movie coming out January 28th, 2022. There's still a lot of unknowns. Uh, Craven the Hunter still in the works. Sony announced two more Sony uh, Spider-Man universe films for, I think, next year or one next year and one the year after. Um, so there's a lot uh, still coming from that multiverse side of uh, Marvel and Spider-Man. We just don't know how exactly it's going to connect to the MCU, if it's even going to, or what they're planning to do. Um, it's a lot of interesting stuff going on there. I guess we'll just have to wait and find out come December 17th, and then possibly, and, and then January, what was that, what did I say, January 28th, and then maybe uh, May 6th, because those three movies, which is Spider-Man No Way Home, Morbius, and Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, probably kind of give us an idea of what the what exactly is going on there. And then after that, now we enter Disney plus and their anniversary and all the crazy things they showed. So what we saw, what they showed is like a 14 minute, um, like little presentation. Uh, like the first half, they just kind of recap what we already seen. So we've already seen, uh, WandaVision Falcon and the winter soldier Loki. And what if now all those do take place in the Marvel cinematic universe um we'll see just exactly how they impact the movies because we haven't caught up yet we haven't caught up the movies haven't caught up to the shows where they tie exactly the only one so far is um black widow one of the character the post-credit scene for black widow that's about it because everything else takes place before infinity war um 
literally takes place before or maybe takes place after Falcon and the uh, uh, Winter Soldier. So because there's a character there, but that's about it. Just a char- one character. So we haven't we haven't crossed paths with that yet. I do know that um, they are making a Captain America four movie with um, Sam Wilson being Captain America. So I'm kind of, I'm really curious to see how that's going to pan out um, because if people don't watch the show, you know, they're just going to be like, Oh wait, he's captain America now. So we'll see if they uh, explain it or if they just are going to rely on you having to watch the Disney plus series to know that, you know, how he became captain America. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Now they announced a lot of new things and then there was stuff that's already been announced, but they finally gave us like a quick little first clips where there it's a, you know, actual recording or concept art or what have you so let's dive into those so the first thing that's coming up um soon from disney plus marvel is hawkeye which comes out in thanksgiving i believe they're going to release the first two episodes and it's going to bleed all the way into christmas because it's set in the christmas time we'll see how that goes they showed an extended clip on it it looks good i don't know i'm still you know we'll see how it goes i mean hawkeye is a cool character and everything but um i think a tv series is probably the best place for a Hawkeye story, but um, we'll just have to see how it pans out um, exactly. They showed the first clips for Moon Knight, um, which I'm very excited. Um, they uh, they gave us the, we get to hear the voice. Hold on one sec. My apologies here. Oscar Isaac. Um, we get to see Oscar Isaac and we get to, I'm not too familiar with the comics to be honest with you. So I'm a, I need to go back and kind of give myself a little refresher. But we see, um, we heard two different voices. So it kind of looks like they're doing uh, like a Venom thing where this character apparently has like a dual personality. Again, I don't know about Moon Knight. So if you're sitting there going, well, duh, my apologies. Um, so you heard, uh, you heard him. You didn't really fully get to see the suit. You see, uh, you see the back of it. He has this cape and everything. And then you see him briefly jumping across two buildings um, in the distance. And it's just really quick. And um, I hope that wasn't like the final visuals because it, it looked a little terrible. Um, my opinion, it just, it looked like a cartoon, but we'll see how that goes. Um, we got the first clips of She-Hulk. Really excited for that. Um, so we got a glimpse of her suit, barely from the backside. And then uh, we see her as a young, uh, as a young girl and we see a smart Hulk with her. So it's going to be very interesting because, you know, that's his cousin and whatnot. So it'll be very interesting to see that. We got the proper logo announcement of Secret Invasion. We did get a glimpse of Old Man Nick Fury, so that looked pretty cool. Uh, you know, just kind of he kind of looked. You know, what's funny is like kind of looked like uh, his character from what was it called Black Snake Moan? <laughs> not as bad, not as bad. It's just it's the kind of look he gave me. I was just like, well, okay, you know. Uh, we got Miss Marvel. Uh, per, uh, what do you call it shown there a little bit of tidbits there that one's going to be interesting um, and that's going to lead to the movie the marvels so um, excited to see how that one goes uh, we just got a re uh, a new logo for Ironheart. Um kind of the same logo maybe a little bit different for uh, armor wars they announced echo uh, they announced agatha house of harkness i honestly don't know about this one that one's the only one where i was just like is there really a story to tell or are you just doing it because a lot of people liked her character in WandaVision? So I'm not 100% sold on Agatha House of Harkness. I, I really just, 
I don't know what the point is. So I don't know. I guess they can go into witchcraft or something more in there and, and we'll see, but I'm a little concerned about that one. It's just, they didn't show us anything. They just said that, you know, the actress is back and, uh, it, they're doing it. I thought it was a joke at first because I heard rumors about it, but no, they, they're doing it. <clears throat> Excuse me. They announced season two for Loki, which is super exciting because first season was really good and obviously we want to know where they're going. And they announced season two of What If, which I'm excited for that. Um, I mean, obviously it's going to have to connect or continue, but at the same time, I hope it doesn't. I kind of just want more What If scenarios, just cover more movies. Um, but since the first, what if the anthology, they all, at the end of the last two episodes, they can, or last one, maybe no last two, they connect it all together. We'll see. We also got uh, a couple animated series, a series, series, what the hell is that? Series announced. Um, first one's I am Groot. That one got announced. Oh, in addition to that, um, it was already announced, but the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special, that is live action. Um, that will probably be next Christmas. I think they're either already filmed it or they're filming it in conjunction uh, at the same time with Guardians 3. So that's why we'll get it next year. So if you want to see Guardians, we'll see them again in Thor, Love and Thunder, and then we'll get Guardians again in uh, Christmas time with the Christmas special. And then we'll have Guardians 3 uh, May 2023 as long as it doesn't uh, change there. So with the series, they have the I Am Group cartoon series. Uh, Marvel Zombies was announced. I'm excited for that. Um, they did What If Marvel Zombies. I hope, I don't know if they're going to continue from there, which I can see them doing, but I really hope they don't. I hope they kind of go back and just try to uh, adapt the Robert Kirkman uh, storyline of the Marvel co- of, uh, of the comics of Marvel Zombies. I don't think... <laughs> I mean, I don't know, because actually, you know what? They can probably go there, because the comics was pretty brutal. But the what-if actually kind of, they took it there. They actually kind of put, I feel the what-if, some of the what-if episodes really pushed the PG-13 rating more than the movies for some reason. I don't know. There was a couple of them where I was just like, oh, dang. Okay, they went there. But yeah, Marvel Zombies got announced. Spider-Man Freshman Year got announced. This is pretty exciting um, because, again, these animated series are supposed to take place in the MCU. As far as we know, those ones, all those are supposed to take place, whether they're a different universe or whatnot, we'll see. But as far as what I've read, Spider-Man Freshman Year is part of the MCU because if you remember correctly, we get Spider-Man kind of already being Spider-Man for about a year or so. Um, I believe he's a sophomore when uh, Homecoming uh, because yes, I think sophomore, no way home. He should have been a junior and then no home. Um, I'm sorry, far from home should have been a junior and no way home, which is a current movie. I think this is supposed to be a senior year. So this is supposed to be his last year in high school. I'm not hundred percent sure if that's correct, but that's kind of what I think they've kind of alluded to. I don't think they've ever really even said it. Um, but I'm assuming that's what they're doing. So freshman year, the animated series, hopefully, Tom Holland uh, comes back to reprise his role as the voice, but it's supposed to be his first year as uh, I don't know if they're intentionally meaning freshman year as in school, or if it's more just his first year as Spider-Man. So most likely we won't see the spider suit, which is a little bit of a bummer. If it does in fact follow the MCU, um, we'll see his homemade suit more than anything. Cause he doesn't get a Spider-Man suit until obviously civil war slash homecoming. Um, 
which may be a little bit of a bummer, but um, we'll see. We'll see entirely. Maybe it's not part of the MCU. Maybe it's an alternate universe. We don't know. Maybe they'll give us, maybe it does, and they'll give us a story of Uncle Ben in the MCU. Finally, we get that story. Um, we'll see. And then the other big surprising announcement, in my humble opinion, X-Men 97. They're continuing the X-Men animated series um, from the 90s. Um, hence the title X-Men 97. So I'm very curious to see how that goes because, you know, so much happened in the animated series. They cover so many different storylines. It was pretty amazing. I'm wondering if they're just going to kind of do like a, like a remake or reboot, um, or if they're literally continuing from the last season, just adding another season to it, kind of how they did, um, Clone Wars, Star Wars, Clone Wars, um so we'll we'll have to wait and see but it does it is featuring the same suits and animation it looks like the animation obviously i think the animation will be updated um from the 90s x-men series and uh hopefully the voices i know oh my god if i remember correctly let me see if i can quickly search it up right now on my phone here but i want to say recently the voice actor of cyclops passed away unfortunately um let me take a peek because I think it would be fantastic if the original cast can return, but it's been so long that, you know, unfortunately I don't think they're uh, still around, but let me check. I, I want to say it's like voice actor of Cyclops. He just, he recently passed away. Let's see here. Norm Spencer. Yep. 2020. Uh, August, yeah, so August of last year, he was the voice of Cyclops for not only the cartoon show, but a couple of the uh, the Marvel's Capcom video games, um, which sucks because Cyclops is a badass in the animated. He's one of my favorite. Um, and a lot of the other actors are, uh, you know, up there in age, but it's a voice role, so it's not, like, anything crazy. Um, uh, let me see. I'm just kind of cl- clicking on a couple names here. Let's see, this person took over. So it looks like a good chunk of the voice actors are still there. So, uh, or still alive, I should say. So we'll see if they go with the same ones or if they go with the all new cast, you know, trying to be similar to the original voices. It's just going to, it's, it's going to throw me off if it's not, or at least like super close. Like, you know, yeah, they look the same and story and everything can probably be the same as the nineties, but if they don't sound like they did, eesh, like don't even bother at that point. So that's why I'm kind of hoping it's a remake. I'm hoping it's a remake. Uh, the animation is a little, it's obviously better. Obviously, they have the classic suits from the ni- uh, the '90s and everything, but um, voice different voice actors for all of them, um, and you know, somewhat close to the originals, if not uh, their own take. It's just it's going to take a little bit getting used to if that's the case. So we'll see how that goes. But anyways, yeah. A lot of exciting things coming from uh, Marvel and Disney Plus. I'm really curious to see how they're going to be able to handle all this as far as like continuity goes and if they address, you know, the main universe um, or if it's a different multiverse. Um, you know, Loki's been kind of kind of set that up for us. What if did another good job of setting that up for us? Not part of the MCU, but Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse did a pretty good job of doing that. So as far as people who are savvy with the films, the comics, <clears throat> any of that stuff, I think we'll be fine. We'll get it. Um, but it's your casual viewers that I'm a little, uh, 
that are probably going to be like, what is happening? You know? So I'm excited to see, I'm excited to see what they're going to do, where they go from there. And, uh, what's to come, but you know, next up Spider-Man, no way, no way home. Everyone's super pumped for that. I am extremely pumped for it, but I'm trying to keep my excitement at a very low level and keep my expectation extremely low. I know there's supposed to be a trailer coming soon. Some places I've seen some places are doing like a special event where they're going to premiere the trailer in theaters. So if you want to watch it, you got to like sign up, get a spot, go to theater. It's all free, but you still have to go to the theaters to watch it. Um, I mean, if they do that, if that's the thing. I mean, that's just that's just how epic this Spider-Man film is going to be. Um, otherwise, you know, just they just release it, hopefully, and then tickets go on sale. And I don't know. I, I think this is going to be huge. This Spider-Man's a big, that's a big character for Marvel, and the hype that this movie's getting, especially now that they confirmed four of the villains from previous films. Um, obviously, Doc Ock, um, Green Goblin. You have Doc Ock from the Sp- Tobey Maguire Spider-Man 2 film. Uh, you got Green Goblin from the first Spider-Man Tobey Maguire film. Electro from the Amazing Spider-Man 2 Andrew Garfield film. Uh, Sandman from the uh, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man 3 film. And uh, the Lizard has been confirmed from the Amazing Spider-Man 1 f- uh, Andrew Garfield film, the first film. And then uh, we still have Vulture in the mix. Um, we still have maybe Mysterio, not too sure. Um, Venom two kind of made it seem like Venom's now in the same universe or something. So I don't know if he'll make an appearance or not. Uh, there's just so much, there's so much more, so much more speculation, so much more. What if, and then of course the biggest, 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 biggest thing that everyone is anticipating is, are we going to see all three Spider-Man at once on the same screen? Uh, there's been a lot of leaks recently, so I don't know if it's real, not Photoshop, who knows, but everyone is pretty much expecting to see Tom McGuire, Andrew Garfield, and Tom Holland as Spider-Man in the film. And at this point, it's like, it's like the worst kept secret, unless it's one of the biggest gotcha moments ever. Kevin Feige would be genius and be hated and and Marvel would just be like the ultimate like badasses. They'd be like, y'all thought, huh? Nope. But the pro- the thing is, Sony's involved, and Sony makes money. They don't really care about the fans. As bad as that sounds, that's the reality. They care about making money. So I'm pretty sure they're going to be in the movie because Sony would not miss out on an opportunity like that. I mean, this movie could easily be a billion dollar movie and be a part of the first billion dollar movie um since uh, you know i hate this term but the pandemic uh pandemic era so i expect to see them um i think that's really kind of what's going on right now too kevin feige and uh, the president of marvel studios and sony they're having a dispute because i think sony wants to show them in the trailer but it sounds like Ken Feige's like against it. It's just another way, another form of fueling the rumors that they're in the film. So I don't know. And then if you want further proof that Sony just cares about money, not so much fans. Um, it was an old uh, interview, but it kind of recently came to light. There's an interview with Andrew Garfield where he explains that he was uh, while filming the amazing Spider-Man two. Um, you know, he loved, he was a big fan of Spider-Man. He loved it. He just, it meant so much to him. You know, he didn't want to fail the fans, you know, to play. It was a big response, you know, to quote Spider-Man. 
a great responsibility, but he pretty much saw how, uh, how basically they kind of like abused the character in the sense that they just wanted to make money. They didn't care about, um, you know, giving quality story fans the Spider-Man experience, even though I think our Garfield did a good job. Just number two, just it was, you can tell they were trying to build a bigger universe. Sony was, um, and that was their goal. That was just their plan. Let's just, let's, let's, let's poop this movie out so we can get to the next one. And it didn't work out, unfortunately, obviously. So, but we'll see. We'll see. December 17th is the, what is it? It's just almost a month away. So pretty excited there. Well, that concludes today's episode, episode one. Uh, more details will be coming through as uh, time goes by. I uh, hope my goal is to do these weekly for everyone. Um, maybe sometimes a little more than once. Um, it's going to be a little bit different um, because it's really going to be on my time. But my goal is to try and set a specific day where I get these out for everyone to listen. Um, again, if you're new listening here, thank you. Welcome. Um, more to come. If you're a previous listener and just wanted to see where, uh, what happened, where we're going, this is it. This is kind of the, the future on that as far as the, the other venture. I don't know right now, um, but, uh, you know, I'll be keeping it going here. So um, I'm really excited to, uh, to continue and to bring you guys new content. Um, at the time of this recording, I don't have any social media things set up. But Instagram will definitely be the first one. So, you know, be sure to keep checking Admit One Multiverse on Instagram. Uh, and then hopefully you'll see it pop up soon. I'll be working on that. And um, yeah, kind of go from there. So again, thank you. Welcome. And uh, we're going to have a good time, guys. <laughs>